I can hear stuff in the background. Your kids up? Harrison's playing up. It's, he's overexcited because it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Harrison! Uh, How old is he going to be? Eight. My God. I know. Fast. fast I can't remember fast. when he. I'm sure I remember when he was born. I'm sure when we started chatting and stuff, he wasn't around, was he? No, because it was like Killzone Two mm. when we started chatting, and then Batman Arkham Asylum when he was born. Mm. So I remember coming back from the hospital and it was on the doorstep. Made your day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, big day. Batman Arkham Asylum come out, and Harrison was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with host Anne, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. Um, we're going to bring you our usual chat about the stuff we get up to when we're not going out, which is Dave catching up with the IT crowd, or starting the IT crowd, he's never seen it. Yeah, well, I had seen it in the past, and the I suppose the stupid thing about this is that um, the episode I saw years and years and years ago was actually season two, episode one, which is... I think it's well known as probably the best episode ever made in the season series. From what I gather off Twitter, and um, <laughs> I watched that years and years ago, and I loved it. And I never went back to it for some reason. I think it was because I used to play a lot of football and go out yeah. when I was young. Going that was on, and then <laughs> I had children. Decided it's time to stay indoors. Um, but yeah, I started it. Um, so I saw it on Netflix, and I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another crack. And uh, I've I've blown through the first. Three seasons and I think about eight days. I know that does that sounds quite like eight days, twenty minutes an episode. That's only eighteen episodes, but I've you know had to take a break because so I started dreaming about the characters. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. As you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just fantastic. I mean, I watched, I watched it all, and I knew about that episode with the disability episode, how good it was. But when I watched it again, I still had tears, and <laughs> I was at my mum's a couple of days afterwards, and I was telling my mum and dad about it. And my dad was like, what's that called? And I says, oh, it's secret. And he says, oh, yeah, I found it because it's got Netflix. And mum says, let's watch it now. She says, how long is it? I was like, 22 minutes. And we, I sat there and watched it with mum and I was crying again. <laughs> and my mum and dad was just in bits, absolute bits. Especially, I told them that it was by one of the writers from Father Ted and it was like, put it on now, like, let's put it on the, <laughs> the to-watch list because my mum and dad are huge Father Ted fans. Yeah, that was a good and series. They, I've never watched that properly. But I've no, I've not watched it properly. It's like Bottom. I've seen episodes of Bottom, but I've added it to my list because I want to watch them all properly again. Is that on Netflix as well? Yeah, yeah. I'd see, it's strange, Netflix, because I'll go to my dad's, and my dad's lists are completely different, tailored yeah. to mine, and I'm like, oh, God, I never knew Bottom's on there, and oh, I never knew that film was on there. And So then I come home, search them, and add them. And yeah. then you add something that's not kind of like in your tastes to a sort you know in your actual not, taste not in your wheelhouse yeah it narrowed them down and um, then all of a sudden it opens up a lot more options and oh god there's so much on here that you don't realise yeah yeah so yeah uh, I, I'm really uh, loving it I mean I was a bit gutted when is it Renton went out of it um, I mean he's, he's seen where he dies is fantastic but um, <laughs> I was a bit gutted when he left yeah. Because at first I was I didn't take to his son at first, but his son does get better. He he's I don't know if it's because he grew into the role or whatnot, or he just got better lines. But um yeah, I mean when he has the fist fight with his um <laughs> girlfriend slash boyfriend and he's I mean when he's in bed man he says, It never bothered me, you know, which says what he goes that you're from Iran <laughs> and she goes, I'm not from Iran and he's like, What? It's just his little things and then he has that fight with her and uh, I love that. <laughs> I just think he's brilliant. They're all so great. I think, I think uh, for me, he turns into a better character than the predecessor. Um, than Renton. Mm. There is the odd episode that, not odd episode. I'd say the odd job which does fall a little bit flat. Mm. Um, but you know, it's expected in that, those kind of shows. But um, the majority of it is brilliant. I mean, I can't pronounce his name. Is it Richard Adiold or Ayoade? Yeah, that second one sounded closer. We'll go with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's. I just, I just, I mean, the first episode when they go upstairs to report Jen because she doesn't know anything about IT, Renton's there, and he says, hang on, guys, I've just got to sort some out. 
yes, fire everybody on floor 14 if they can't work like a team. <laughs> and then he says to the security guys, and if you can't work like a team, you'll be fired as well. And then, like, what's his name, the Irish guy? In the program, I can't remember. I can't remember now off the top of my head. And he, he's he's ready to, like, get Jen in trouble. And he says, now, what was it you wanted? And he goes, oh, and straight off the bat, uh, Moscow was, it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets him around in the head, like, oh, Moss, he's such a joker. It's just brilliant. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's, yeah, so many cracking lines in there. It's one of them shows I know that, like, if I ever go, I'm on TV, watching TV, and I see it, you put it on, you know you'll sit there and watch, like, the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, I haven't connected, like, with Peep Show. I have with the OT crowd. Mm. But I will go back to Peep Show. I think it'll probably take me a lot longer. Unless it just picks up in, it does. It does pick up. Like I say, season yeah. one is for the weakest. I yeah. think one of the weakest anyway. Season two mm. and three and onward are really good. And Black Books, you should totally try out Black Books. Yeah, I've actually seen a couple of episodes of that in the past, a long time ago, and I've, I, I did really enjoy those. Because mm. again, that's the same writer as this. Yeah, the IT crowd and Father Ted. I'll have a look into that then. Yeah, I can't believe you. Well, I'm a bit the same with IT Crowd because when it was on telly, I didn't watch it because mm. I, I tried it and I, no, I'm not really, it's not clicking for some reason. And I went back to yeah. it more recently. I only watched it about a year ago for the first time full. Yeah. And I loved it then. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's oh, it, it's not even like, because my dad says to me, oh, did this copy Big Bang? And I says, I'm not sure which, which came at first. I says, but for me, it, I find it a bit better than Big Bang because it's a bit dirty. Do you know what I mean? Like how Channel Four and BBC used yeah. to be, like bottom and like the. It's a bit crude. It's a bit. It's a bit grimy. Yeah, and I prefer that. Whereas Big Bang is quite clean cut, really, and look, there's a lot of geek references in there for people. You know, like oh, I was playing. Um, I was playing. Um, I don't know, Halo and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we get mm. those jokes, and that we do laugh. But I kind of like the crude part that comes with. Mm. Um, and I like the, the jokes that kind of repeat themselves like Jen at the end of every episode where she's insulted or something doesn't go well she's like taxi <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that I, you know I really like little things like that and when um, I can't remember his name now the Irish guy I feel really bad how much I'm enjoying it and he, he has that kind of dumbfounded look on his face mm. he, he uses that quite a lot and I love it yeah. it is a really good show it is it's excellent yeah Um, let's move on to a bit of news. Uh, Don't Nod, uh, Bandai and Namco team up. Now, Don't Nod obviously uh, made one of our favourite games of all time. Yeah. Fair to say. Um, Life if is strange. The title of it this time. I, I, I did. I remember. I stuck in for a minute there. <laughs> I pulled it. Life is strange. Yeah. You just pulled it out of the bag. Just well, not quite in time. Yeah, and, and we and we can proudly say, and we were there when it started. We weren't one. We did not be sending like snobs. We weren't one of these people that kind of jumped on it. Yes, we were there. Afterwards. We was there. We was trying yeah. to get people. We, we talked about it. We were trying to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We were there from the start. And yeah, I've not seen this news, so you can uh, you can tell me about it. But yeah, they've signed a, a contract with Bandai Namco, Japanese, yeah, um, old school Japanese. Yeah. Well. They was partnered up with them anyway, weren't they? Because of, um, I'm sure they published Life is Strange. And um, I'll just read what I've off the site. Mm-hmm. Um, Bandai Namco has announced a new strategic partnership with Life is Strange developer Don't Nod, if that's pronounced right, Entertainment, which will see the creation of a brand new IP based on a new narrative adventure experience. Bandai Namco told MCV the game had been in production since 2016 and will take place in a fictional city within the US and include a... <clears throat> Quote, a fair dose of investigation. More details about the game, including platforms and release dates and format, will be not be announced until 2018. Um, the new IP storyline is still being finalised, but Bandai Namco is sure the project will not get in the way of Darknut's development of Life is Strange 2 as the new title is being created by a separate team of senior developers. And then there's a little bit more at the end. For Bandai Namco, it's a continuation of the release, something a little different partnerships we've seen with Platformer, Little Nightmares, and Not So Recommended, <clears throat> Overwrought Psychodrama, Get Even, which, you know, got middling reviews, that did. Mm. Um, Nod was a kind of a rough diamond, very much a rising star, said Bondi Namco, VP of Marketing, I'm not even going to pronounce it, <laughs> Horrit, 
support and the success of Life is Strange it's the first big player in terms of quality business model vision and we think that's a good strategy that fits it was the right moment so we decided to partner with them uh, yeah I agree I, thought, you know, I, I really enjoyed the first game I think it was the first game remember me um, it had its flaws and the combat was um, I mean I tried to go through it on hard and I had to drop it down a couple of to normal to complete it I was going for the platinum on that being a slag and, um, <clears throat> but I really enjoyed that game and I think it was that was the one with the memory sequences we had to piece them back together which was yeah, quite yeah. clever I remember that yeah. I'm thinking I, I, I want to try that game but then it got quite yeah. mediocre reviews yeah which is a shame because it was good I think it was your, your basic 7 out of 10 title um, and then I think was it Life is Strange that made next I think it was wasn't it and then, I think um, it was yeah there's a big gap those yeah there was then they got Vampire coming out. Yeah, that looks good. I don't know yeah. how what sort of how the gameplay style, but it looks it looks good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit confused about that. Is it like a AAA game? Is it like a thirty-four like game, or is it like a digital game? It does look like a AAA, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got it's got enough spit and polish, but it depends, I guess, on the size of the uh, how long it will take you and stuff like that. But yeah. it looks it looks expensive. They obviously made good money on it. Life is strange. Yeah. I think um, I'm glad that they're not making Life is Strange the prequel in a way because I kind of like the idea of the prequel now because they, they're basically saying, look, that's going to tie up that universe, that story as such. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice how they're doing it because they're kind of giving you the story. What was her name now? Is it Jessica? No. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. You it's know, the other murdered. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, considering how much we loved it, it's well, we play that much. It's hard to keep up with everything like that. But Amber, um, Amber? could have been. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I, I, I like the way that it's going back to that and showing you how it led up to. Um, was it Chloe becoming like a kind mm. of yeah badass off the rails, didn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah, it's t- it's tying up that storyline nice, and then obviously Life is Strange Two is going to be a new set of characters because it's Max's. If you buy the special edition you'll get one extra episode, which will be the last time you get to play as Max. So um, I'm curious about that, because will it be... Is it a whole new set of characters? Like, is everybody Life is Strange too. Yeah. I don't know. They haven't said anything, but they did say it will be... I think the extra episode's called Farewell Max, or something along those lines. Mm. So, um, But I'm glad, because... You know, like I'm, I love stuff like 24 and that, um, but sometimes I do what you think, oh, and like Die Hard, I think you do watch them and think, oh God, how many more times can it happen to this character? I'm, you know, I'm fine I, with it being all new characters, but I, yeah. But if it is all new characters, what? why is it Life is Strange 2? Like, what's the connection? Is it in Arcadia Bay again? Possibly, it... possibly not. It, it could just be a case of, like, American Horror Story, you change the setting every, every time to keep it fresh, and, you mm. know, basically the title's being kept the same because it's going to help sell copies by... Mm. really isn't it you know what I mean it's a well known franchise now or series so that's going to help but um, I hope it's you know I hope it's completely different you know it's, it could be a detective game it could be um, same sort of thing like Arcadia Bay teenagers who knows whatever just I don't want to be teenagers again different characters whatever yeah as long as as long as it's you know trying something new mm. You know, maybe not using the rewind feature again. They might, they might not. Mm. Maybe that'll be the only connection with Life is Strange, that that feature yeah, is carried over to someone else, has it? Yeah. Which is fair enough. So going back to the, the partnership between Dot, Don't Nod and Namco, yep. uh, Bandai Namco, is this yeah. very bad news for Telltale? Um... Well, not really, because Telltale do what they want to make a shite load of money anyway, don't they? Um, I think they do that in a similar way the Lego games do that. They don't change the formula and they just buy intellectual properties that they can fit their thing to and it works for them, but they're rickety as hell now and I think they're running out of ideas. Definitely. I mean, um, Game of Thrones, that came out a while back, didn't it? Hmm. Batman came out last year and they've already got the sequel to Batman out this year. To me, that says that that Batman Telltale series did gangbusters yeah. numbers. 
to to like get the second season out. We've probably I wouldn't even say it's been twelve months since the first game released. Mm. Would you? No, can't possibly be. Um, I'm not buying it until I know it runs fine, and I, you know I'm going to buy it. But it will be a sale <laughs> purchase for me when all six episodes are out and it's done. Mm. I can't help myself with them because I love adventure games, and as much as Telltale games drive me nuts, I, I do want to play them with if it's something I, um, you know, like I'm interested in. Mm. I mean, I love Game of Thrones, but I doubt I'd play the second season if... I think it's in development, isn't it? It must be. They did announce it, didn't they? But um, I just find it strange that Batman got a second season before that, especially with Game of Thrones kind of wrapping up next year. It depends with Game of Thrones. When it um, when in the plot that's yeah. going to take place and, and how in the plot that will take place because the, yeah. the TV show's outstripping the books now. Yeah. Will he ever finish the books is the question, isn't it? A lot of people are saying. I have not. He's, he's, now helping, he's now helping write um, the Game of Thrones spin-off shows. Oh, is he? Yeah, with... Um, oh, God, what's her name? Summit Goldman, I can't remember her first name. It's Jonathan Ross's wife, anyway. Oh, yeah. She wrote Kick-Ass, didn't she? Yeah. Um, I can't remember her first name. I don't know her name. Um, she wrote, wrote quite a lot of films, but, um, yeah... So that'll be interesting to see if he does finish the books anytime soon. Because mm-hmm. he's not meant to be very healthy, is he? I don't know. I don't, I don't keep track of that at all. Because I don't. Yeah. I'm so far behind Game of Thrones now that every time I see it, I don't read a thing. Yeah, I've just got. To, I've only seen the first episode of the season. I will catch up at some point. Um, forget that tangent. Anyway, mm. back to Telltale. <laughs> um, I don't. I think. Look, I think you're spot on, mate. I don't think they will ever change. Um, <clears throat> it's they've got that people that buy into everything they do but I th- um, they must be suffering because of the engine I mean the went one in the make you think they would just completely redo that somehow there's no excuse that those games to not run on PS4 Xbox One smoothly mm. I mean surely you could do it in another engine just do it in like Unreal Engine or something oh god knows what does it what does it run on I'm not sure it's their own engine, and I guess it has actually. Yeah, it can do an Unreal because that wouldn't run on absolutely everything because their games appear on like your phone if you need them to. Yeah, I just think I it needs know. to be smoother. It'd be interesting to see. You know, like they've got that Minecraft Two coming out, so that obviously did gangbusters as well. And um, announced the sequel to one of your favourites, <clears throat> The Wolf Among Us. Yes, that seemed very strange. That because the day before, unless there was just teasing people that said. There's no news to come out about that. That was from um, what, the voice actors. Well, I think they were just, you know, completely lowering expectations, making it more of a surprise. Yeah, I hope so. But I just, you know, to not even have any footage or a trail, I just feel like, yeah, they're, they're just, they've seen the backlash they've got from a lot of people because it is their best game. Mm. They haven't, the only game that's come close to beating it is Borderlands. Um, I haven't played that, you know. I played the first episode all the way through now, and I need to go back. It's I love that I did. I thought it was so funny and well written. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, I don't know. I don't care if they don't change because I'll just buy the odd game off them now. And whereas I think they've been surpassed by a couple of different studios and in the adventure genre. I mean, mm. you've got that many points and click and adventure games now in the store that. That you can take your pick if you if you don't want to sit, um, play through those where the choices don't really really make a decision. I don't mind playing a linear game like yeah. where the decisions don't change. I mean, for example, you could play Oxen Free, which would probably take two, three to four hours tops to finish, and there's way more um, brilliant, options and differences to be had playing that through. That's actually free on Xbox Gold next month. Yeah, I was about to say that's the next free on Xbox Gold. Yeah. Bump a lot of games on Xbox Gold, isn't there? Yeah, there's good games next month from there. Mm. But yeah, um, you could take your pick. There's a lot of point-and-click adventure games on there, which, like I say, they don't give you the option to change the ending or the outcomes, but they're better games. Because to, it's all smoke and mirrors anyway, isn't it, with Telltale games? Mm. I, yeah. I think I just think they need to up it. I'd, I'd still be playing the Walking Dead ones. If I could bring my bloody save over from my PlayStation Three, mm-hmm. and there's no reason why that shouldn't be yeah. a thing, 
Yeah, I want to play The Walking Dead 3 and that Mish... I can't pronounce it. Yeah. But I think they've said the fourth season will be the final season, haven't they? Of Walking Dead. I think they've said they're wrapping it up. Mm, I don't know. Well, if they release them as one big thing on PlayStation 4 to download, I might play it again from well, the start. Didn't we get The Walking Dead season 2 free? Yeah. Through PlayStation Plus. So yeah, you only need season one, don't you, really? But it's just a case of you've got to play through them again. Yeah. I shouldn't have to. It's, the technology's there the games are the same the save file will be the same it's very annoying we should be able to fill in your decisions because all, all your decisions are listed at the end aren't they you should be able to go right have you played this before yes and then what were your decisions and you could just go yes this is what I did <laughs> now start on number three yeah because I like the Walking Dead Telltale games they're really good they are they are good. I, um, but I don't know. Like with two, I don't know. I think maybe I'm just thinking because of how bad the one that it annoys me more. But some, oh god, I can't explain it. With oh, I can't explain it. It took me ages. <laughs> um, but it's just something not quite right with them. Like like the decisions and oh, I don't know. Mm. I'm not a big fan of the actual Walking Dead season, whereas I love. The um, the game, but I thought Walking Dead season two was a bit pants in parts. Yeah, I remember you not liking that as much. Yeah, but season one was absolutely fantastic. The duck storyline and mm. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they, where they go. See, see, I haven't read much about Guardians or Batman. I wait till they're finished and then. I didn't even hear Batman was years. coming out, and then it was just on the store. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of announced about two months ago and then, bang, episode one, there you go. Yeah. And it's crazy because I, you can tell I'm seriously unimpressed with what they've been doing because I haven't even purchased it, whereas it, I, I couldn't resist last time. And well, I bought it and waited. Yeah, I bought it and had to wait for all the episodes to launch before I'd started. Mm. Which I wish I didn't do anymore, but, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Let's move on to Rise of the Tomb Raider, which you've started. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Unimpressed, really, if I'm honest. Unimpressed? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm only an error in, but um, I'm not feeling that connection that I did with the original. Mm. The, not original, the reboot, um, Tomb Raider. Mm. Um, it, it, it's okay. Don't get me wrong, it's good. But... Just a few things fell off. Her animation seems weird. It doesn't feel smooth. Um, it's obviously I've got the patching, so there's no lag. But it still feels like there's some sort of lag there, even though there's probably not. I don't know. Maybe it's the way the animations play out. Um, I just kind of feels by the numbers so far. <laughs> really by the numbers. Like the start of the mountain is just awful. I can't remember just, how it started. The bit that yeah, sticks out in like, my memory is is the DLC. To be honest, have you got the DLC? Yeah, I've got all actually. I borrowed it from whether it's the like game of the year, whatever edition you want to call yeah. it, twenty year anniversary edition. Um, but the, it's basically a tutorial just to keep your brain remind you. But I just thought to myself, like, there's just no need for that. Really, like, you could have just <laughs> let us roam the mountain a little bit and find your way around and. Let those set pieces happen, but it just kind of felt like, come on, let's get the game, get this done, and let's get you on your adventure, let's get it going. Mm. And it just, yeah, and then obviously you get to the mountain, you're going through those, is it not catacombs, but you're through the. And I just, I don't know, I'll see how it goes. I mean, I've got a long way to go yet, maybe it'll change my mind, but so far it's like, I just, it just feels kind of like by the numbers. And right. I don't think it's half as good looking as what I was led to believe so far. Oh, it's nice looking, but it's not Yeah, it's brilliant. nice. Yeah, that's Tomb, probably the best way to put it. Yeah, Tomb Raider always suffers from Lara's hair. It always goes a bit uncontrolled and glitches through walls and stuff. Yeah. Have you found that? I haven't really been... I'm not one for noticing stuff like that, to be fair, but the one thing I have noticed, and I might be wrong, but I'm sure they've changed her looks again, her appearance. She definitely looks different and from the... Tomb Raider reboot and I'm sure her voice has changed again I could be wrong about that again but I'm oh, sure they changed her voice 
voices, and unless they're markedly different, unless she came back with like a Jamaican accent, I'm not going to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound different, but it could just be me. But either way, I, I'm not overly keen on the voice acting. Uh, I I enjoyed it as a game. I thought the story was yeah okay, but I just saw all the twists coming a mile away. Yeah, an absolute mile away. But this is where you know, like people say, oh, like on one of the forums, among them, it's like. But you love Uncharted so much, and that's so by the numbers. Yes, Uncharted is by the numbers. Do a few climbing bits, do a bit of shooting, solve a little puzzle, which is really easy. But where um, Uncharted really does shit on everybody else in this department, in that genre, and most genres that they even go for, is characters, mm-hmm. dialogue. Um, the stories aren't great, but they're they're, they're as simple, simple as they need to be for the kind of action adventure they're going for. And set pieces, they absolutely nail every time. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Tomb Raider just hasn't done that yet. I mean, the beginning with the avalanche just didn't care. No, with that <laughs> just, guy just kind dies. of like wasn't even impressed by the spectacle of it. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. But they just they could have done it so much better. It, it could have been done so much better, boy. Somewhat as simple as a bloody Crash Bandicoot style chase sequence that Naughty Dog use, where you're kind of running into the screen, yeah, and the avalanches come in. How you know that would have been quite exciting, but instead, no, it's kind of oh, look, it's coming, you need to jump to that ledge, and don't forget to press square when she's hanging. Okay, mm. thanks for reminding me that and taking me out at the moment again. <laughs> and then, another thing Uncharted does well is it is normally or quite often more than one character. On, not yes. on screen, but if they're not on screen at the same time, they'll meet up within the game. Yes. Not be able to get each other, but they'll have a bit of chat, a bit of banter. And it's really natural when the banter, the, the chat is, it flows and it fits and it, it's different yeah. every time. It's And it just keeps it fresh. Whereas well, I think in this Lara Croft, in this Tomb Raider, she's literally pretty much on her own the whole game. Yeah. She meets a few people. Well, um, I haven't played The Lost Legacy with my friend as yet. It well early and he completed it. And um, he said to me, like, the banter in it is brilliant. He says, uh, I can't remember the um, South African girl's name in it. Um, Nadine. Chloe. Nadine and Chloe. But he says, Chloe's got a lot of banter. Um, yeah. And he, he said at the beginning, they have to do... Because remember how it got ridiculed for the crates? No. Uncharted 4. Oh, what crates? You know, there was a lot of crate puzzles in Uncharted 4, and a lot of the reviews was like, oh, it's just crates, 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 <laughs> to solve puzzles. Yeah. And he says at the beginning of the game, you have to do some crates. And he says, and they basically take the piss out of what they did in Uncharted 4, saying, God, crates, I hate crates. <laughs> or, and stuff like, we could really do with a crate here, but, you know, we can't use crates anymore. It's something like that. And he says, they yeah. basically take the piss out. It's kind of like a parody. Yeah. Of, a little, of a little wink and a nod. Yeah. And um, he says, like, there's. He says at one point in the game, someone says, I never even knew Nathan had a brother. And she goes, and then Chloe apparently says, nor did I, but he just appeared out of nowhere, you know, <laughs> kind of like taking the mick. It's like yeah. an EastEnders moment. And uh, I thought, that's great, Naughty Dog, you know, like they're happy to kind of rib themselves about what people have kind of says, well, that's a bit stupid that you didn't, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're happy to take it on board and go, yeah, let's remove it. We were, you know, fair play to Yeah. That's what makes it that's why, that's, as well. Yeah, that's why I, I'm not saying they make the best games overall. I've always said about Uncharted, the gameplay is pretty by the numbers since I played the original, mm-hmm. but they seem to get everything everything else in that that recipe right. Yeah. That's it, it's a recipe. It's cooked to the fashion. Yeah. yeah. I've got the, the Lost Legacy. Have you picked it up? Oh, no, I'm going to give it a month or two. I'll probably, it's probably... The good thing about that is... It's probably going to be reduced to 15, maybe 20 pounds. I know it's only a fiver or a tenner off, but I've got a lot to play at the moment. Mm. So I'm not going to pick it up yet. But one thing I've noticed... Go on. Go on, sorry. No, you go first. No, go on. All I was going to say is the one thing I've noticed this year is Sony have got a lot of exclusives. In the last month or two, a lot of them have been 25, 30 pounds. I mean, Yakuza's coming out. I think that might be exclusive. That's 22 to 30 pounds. Everybody's golf, 22 to 30 pounds, depending where you shop. Lost Legacy, yeah, people are saying it's like a, it should have been a, a story expansion, but it's like six to eight hours long. Yeah. It's 20, 25 quid. And it's all and, new. Yeah. All new. Yeah, and then 
I'm not saying it's a good game, but again, knack two, twenty-two pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, that game by um, the studio I made until dawn comes out next month, sixteen pounds on the store. Is that with the police officers? Yes, the police officers. Yeah. And, and you use your phone for that? Is it that game? Yeah, yeah. I think it's oh, late I September, first oh, week of October. Wait for that. I know. So excited. Good. I bet now, I wish that was somehow online multiplayer and like me and you could play that together. Yes. How clever would that be? Oh, awesome. But yeah, um, just, you know, just I'm not saying take your hats off to Sony because at the end of the day, they're making money on the games regardless of the price. But it's, I suppose it's clever in a way to get these kind of games out, keep supporting your, your system with exclusive games, but at quite cut-rate prices. mm you know, they and, are and, there's, and there's very steady feed, isn't it? Yes. I mean, yeah. ev- every time you go on a website, a games website, or listen to a gaming podcast, they're always talking about or writing about the new thing that's just on PlayStation. Yeah. And next year doesn't really seem to look like it's slowing down. We've got Spider-Man, Detroit, God of War, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It should be God of War, hasn't it? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, just call it God of War. Yeah, I think it's God of War. Like, like I say, God of War, Spider-Man, um, Detroit. There's probably a couple of others that I can't remember off the top of my head. Probably that, um, what was that game called? The Zombies Last Days or something like that. Days oh, Gone. Days Gone, yeah. Yeah, that as well. That's probably Christmas, something silly like that. Oh, they've got the big Horizon expansion coming out in November. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ridiculous again. Yeah, packing it out is brilliant. Yeah, it is. It is. No, a game... No, I... Go, go on. on, mate, sorry. No, 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 go on. I was going to move it on with a clever uh, segue. I was going to say, a game that we're also probably going to get at some point, Player Unknown yeah. Battleground. Yes, good segue, because I was going to actually mention, talk about that, just so I can say it's, it's quite funny how Microsoft and Sony seem to be going in different directions at the moment. Microsoft seems to be going more for the um, kind of... That, that, that games as a service genre um, that seems to be going around at the moment and not focusing on single player linear story driven games anymore that's not to say the next Halo won't have a good campaign mode it probably will and, and Gears and whatnot. but I, I think that's where Sony have kind of got them undone at the moment that the fact that they're still providing those games and there is still a huge audience that wants to play those single player driven games mm-hmm I'm not saying that, you know, people play those games and complete them and then do chop them in. But as long as you've got those games in your system, it will help sell systems. Yeah, of course it will. You can't buy and, a second-hand um, game if you haven't bought a PlayStation to play it on. Exactly, yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying about um, player on um, Battlegrounds, um, I wasn't interested in this at all about five, six weeks ago. And then um, I was playing something, um, Dirt on Shareplay. And uh, my mate said to me, have you seen that player on now, Battlegrounds? He says, oh, it doesn't interest me because I'm not big on shooters. And he explained it all to me, the concept, very basically. And I was like, well, that does sound quite good, actually. And then I started <laughs> looking at videos on Twitter and various other stuff. And I was, I am quite excited about it now. And um, it, Xbox have obviously got the console launch exclusivity. It's definitely coming to PlayStation 4. It's the, at the moment, it's the biggest selling game in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it's got... It's done huge numbers on Steam, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not even out. It doesn't come out properly, the final game, till the end of the year on PC. It's it's early access, and it's sold 8 million copies in early access. What is the premise? I saw it on the E3 conference, but I didn't really... It didn't um, really draw me in much. Basically, 100 players drop into the map, parachute out a plane or whatever, or something like that, land where you want, everybody lands, nobody has any weapons, you have to find weapons, vehicles on the map mm. as I'm not sure if it's on time limit or as players are killed the map shrinks oh and obviously when you're down to the last two it obviously gets interesting but what I found interesting was that KK said to me it gets a bit like um, Battle Royale people group up and go out killing together do you see what I'm saying yeah and then they but eventually have to ch- they've got to turn on each other turn on each other yeah and I thought that is not that it's part of the game, it's just that's what people are starting to do. And I says that's very interesting. Mm. 
in a social manner and like uh, uh, competitive as well. It's interesting. Mm. So you know that's what's kind of got me more interested in it than anything else. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. When it, it's not going to be out for probably next Christmas now on PS4. Yeah, because it's I, been in the headlines again because, but they've been asked that right, haven't they? Yeah. Is this coming to PlayStation 4? And they keep saying we're launching it on Xbox One. <laughs> And yeah, not saying no, speak but not to the developers, yes. and then yeah. the developers will say we don't want to talk about other platforms because obviously they've had money off Microsoft to for the console launch exclusivity. And fair enough, I get that. But there's no way the biggest game in the world at the moment isn't coming to the biggest selling console, is it? Mm. It's just you know it would not. It's not going to not happen. Like GT Grand Theft Auto wouldn't be a PlayStation exclusive now. Microsoft have thirty plus million units out there. Um, Rockstar aren't stupid enough to think, well, we'll, we'll go exclusive with Sony for whatever X amount. They wouldn't do that to the um, Xbox user base. <laughs> they wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's No. You'd, you'd be shooting yourself in the foot. The only thing I think that might hold hold them back or put a spanner in the works or that might be a bit of a downer on it is uh, PlayStation still don't open up to let everybody play on PlayStation with Xbox and with PC. Well, they do with PC, don't they, Sony? All the time. Not all the time. No, you can do... um, They've done it in the past on PS3 with um, Final Fantasy games. Chris was telling me the other day. Oh, I knew they did it with Portal. Rocket League? Oh, yeah, Rocket League. Yeah, there's a few others. Um, I think Minecraft... Minecraft's never going to happen. Because to play Minecraft, you have to have an Xbox Live account. Sony aren't going to let you log into the PlayStation Network using an Xbox Live account. It goes mm. for Microsoft numbers. Then it's it's more. You, you do on Nintendo. You have to yeah. You have to log in with a live account, don't you? Yeah. Exactly, and that's on what a I'm Nintendo saying. Switch. Yeah, Sony won't allow that. I never see that happening. I never see Sony saying yes. You can play Minecraft with Xbox users, but you've got to log in through PlayStation Network with an Xbox Live account because at the end of the day, Microsoft will say in a year's time we now have a hundred different million different users by concurrently playing or registered to play Minecraft you know what I mean yeah they don't want that and don't, Microsoft want that and Sony don't and I get that I don't get why they won't just let you play cross play but it doesn't fuss me either because it's not like you go into Rocket League and think oh I can't get a fucking game <laughs> and oh I can't get a game on FIFA and oh I can't get a game on COD and oh I can't get a game on PES you know what I mean? It's mm. Battlefield, etc., etc., etc. It's just, it's not a big deal to me. Mm. So, we'll see what happens in the long run. Apparently, they're in talks again. But Sony are never going to change their mind about the Xbox Live account. No, can't see it. They're too, they're too similar. No, Xbox but at the and same, PlayStation. Exactly, but at the same time, if, if Sony owns something stupidly big. Microsoft would not do it the opposite way either, so there's no people pointing the fingers at Sony saying, "No, oh, why don't you do it?" Because if Sony owned Minecraft, Minecraft, Microsoft wouldn't do it either. No. They'd probably still go for the social aspect of playing each other in different games, like they're saying they would. But there was no way they'd let you use PlayStation Network accounts on Xbox. No, doesn't make sense for them. Like you said, it's this way no. around. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense for either of them. No. That wouldn't. It only makes sense for Microsoft this way around. Yes. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk. Hang on, did you tell me what you thought about Rise of the Tomb Raider? Is that what we were talking about just now? Yeah, I did tell you. I thought it was average so far. So far. <laughs> I think it gets better. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully it will. Yeah. Uh, what else we talk about? Let's talk about... Sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say Splatoon 2. But I'm not sure if I should mention it because I've only played a few hours of it. I'm finding it not very conducive to the bus. Mm. Because I like to use the uh, the pad to do aiming. As in, just not all, but just a little slight tilt control just to help. And it's a bit on the bus, obviously, when the bus is going around corners and stuff. The pad thinks it's moving, so it's no good for the bus. So I've only been yeah. playing at home and I've been watching lots of films because we said we were going to watch Frailty, which you'd already seen, Okja, yeah. and I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Uh-huh. 
but you forgot about those extra films and strikes <laughs> frailty. Um, so sure all we've got to talk about is frailty. Yes. Yeah, uh, when it comes to our Netflix, uh, I don't think there's anything else to talk about prior to that. Mm, we'll talk about Pez next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk frailty. Let's do it. Let's do the Netflix chat. Let's go. So this is full spoilers on frailty. This is a yep. film that was recommended to you by your sister. Yes. What's her film recommendations normally like? Uh, all right. I I'll watch anything. You know, if it's if if I find the concepts interesting. But um, when I she, I normally send her most of the films that she watches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She might recommend the odd one, not very often. Okay. Yeah, but it's not bad taste so what did you think of Frailty? I thought it was okay um, parts of it I really enjoyed other parts not so much um, like you says the acting wasn't great but it, it is what it is you can tell that it's not it's not the best written film is that the best way to put it like it could be it could have been better but um, I liked what they did Twist I think I guessed it quite early. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been looking for it if someone hadn't told me there was a twist. Um, I, could, I didn't. I didn't get it really early, but I thought it was coming. I figured it pretty much. What a goal! Put on <laughs> TV four on. I'm down. I can't. Oh my god! He's just scored from. He's volleyed it from the halfway line. Sorry, mate. <laughs> what? Who's playing? Everton versus them. They've, they've scored... Sorry, mate. I've told you to lies. They're playing a team in the Champions League qualifier and they scored in the first half with an absolute belter of a goal. Who, Everton? No, the other team. Yeah. He shot it from outside the box. It was going one way and it swung back the other way. He's tackled the player on the halfway line. He's about 40 yards out. He's volleyed in. He's just gone over the keeper into the bottom corner. What a stunner. Who is it? Sigurdsson, who signed from the other day for 45 million. <laughs> That is a brilliant way to open your account. Sorry, mate, yeah, about frailty. <laughs> um, Spoilers for the football. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where was I? You were saying the acting wasn't Yeah, I'll get, I'll, oh, yeah the, the acting wasn't great. The but I did get the twist early, and that was because, obviously with spoilers, the hair colour give it away too quick. Because, mm. obviously, Fen is it Fenton? Fenton's got yeah. brown hair. He's claiming to be brown hair. But there's a very start of the film, you see his brother talk to him on the phone, and he's got brown hair. Then he turns up and he's got blonde hair. And I just thought, well, you could have done that a little bit less subtle, did, a bit more subtle. You didn't so. need to hint at it. Just keep it a complete no. surprise. They didn't even need to mention, show that brother at the start. No. That that wasn't needed. You know what I mean? If anything, what would have been better was Matthew McConaughey's there in the office all the time. Then all of a sudden, he gets a phone call and he's always look up and he's like, who's that? And he's like, it was your brother. Mm. My brother. And he's like, yeah, Fenton. And he's like, that would have been better than the way they did the twist. Because mm. then, you know what I mean? But um, I think, I don't know whether I thought it ruined it or made it better that in the end they actually were seeing all these demons and they, were, they actually were doing God's work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because the the film, for anyone who hasn't seen it and doesn't care about the spoilers, is a dad. And there's no mum. I can't remember what happened to the mum. What happened to the mum? You don't. It's, it's just it's a single entire, dad yeah. played by, what's his name? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. It's his directorial debut Bruce. as well. He's a dad. He's got two boys. One younger, obviously, and one a bit older, and the older. And then he says, he said, a vision, a vision, a vision from God. God's told yeah. him he's got to kill these people, certain people, demons. and God will come and tell him they're demons. They're not real people. They're demons, yeah. and God will tell him when and who. And the youngest boy, he's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Let's let's do it. <laughs> and how old oh, yeah. is he? You reckon about seven. Seven, eight, yeah. Yeah, seven, right. And the older boy is probably about 11. He doesn't believe it. He thinks his dad's gone a bit crazy. Yeah. And they kill a couple, don't they? And there's uh -huh. this really 
ropey looking thing where they get the person they put him in his shed and then he grabs their hand or their head and he, he shakes violently and says oh what's he supposed to be doing like exercising them no he sees their um, you know sins sees their sins yeah confirms their sins basically yeah and then kills them with an axe which was a weapon God led him to have Yes, three divine artifacts, is it? Or yeah, like a lead pipe, an axe, and something else. Yeah. And the oldest Blimps. kid doesn't believe it, and then the oldest kid eventually goes and tells the police, uh, which leads to the killing of a police officer. Yeah. And then the kid gets locked in the shed for a long time. It's just loud water. Yeah. And then he says, I've seen it, I've, I've seen, I've had the vision, God came to me, God, God spoke to me. Yeah, and you're not knowing whether he's that's happened, or whether he's just lied to get out, or he's just delusional because he's so hungry and thirsty. Yeah, and then it turns out that he did believe it, and they do think this is all real. And you sort of see see it from their perspective in the end, and you see the, the yeah. sins and everything, and you think, okay, are we to believe that's what they believe, or are we to believe that that is the truth? I guess that's left to us to decide. Yeah. I felt like we were being told that that was real, that was the truth. Yes, yes. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it lost it for me, because I'm really not into religion and God and everything. <laughs> no, no, no. So I had a complete sort of switch off from that point on. Yeah. Uh, but before that, right at the beginning, I was like, this looks like a made-for-TV nonsense rubbish film. Yeah. And I thought, when did McConaughey do this? It must have been, like, really early in his career. And it's not. It's ten, ten, ten years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and he'd already done some pretty big stuff then. But don't forget, Matthew McConaughey went through this really poor, poor, was it five, ten years in his career, where he was just making rom-coms and He did make comedies. a lot of rom-coms. Ten, and ten... people was like, what's going on with you? And then he eventually, I can't remember, was it Texas... Dallas, Texas Boys Club, something like that anyway. Mm. Brought him uh, back. Dallas Boys Club, yeah, and that, he came back and then he got cast in True Detective and then he was cast in... Um, Interstellar. Interstellar. And I was like, what? Has Nolan lost his fucking mind? And he was brilliant. And <laughs> Yeah. Well, he is a good actor. He's a very good actor. But in this, he was shocking. Yeah. I didn't uh, buy it. kind of found, it, found in, wasn't it, big time. I mean, I get that he was trying to be sort of aloof and moody and it turns out he's a bit of a nutter and he's... But it just didn't work for me. And some of the yeah. cuts, like the, the bit, I can't remember which bit it was now, but it's literally like a 1980s serious moment where the camera just cuts in close to someone's face. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That's so some of the cinematography and cuts were really, really poor in it. But um I like the idea of it, and you could imagine in better hands it could have been something special. But because um, it's too obvious, like mm. when he's in the thing and he says, Is that a picture of your mum? And he's like, I don't like people looking at my stuff. And he's like, Well, you straight away you think to yourself, It's Got come you. for him. It's come for him. Yeah. What's what, what, what is it the mum is after? Because you're not quite sure. And then you find out the mum's dead, and you're like, All right, then, so what's he done to his mum? And yeah, because it's like a throwaway comment, isn't it? And if it yeah. stayed a throwaway comment, like, and made a little bit more sort of conversational, natural. Yeah. On a second watch, you'd be like, oh, that was clever. Yeah. But it's so heavy-handed, and then he mentions it two more times, or once. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, it could yeah. have just been something, when he walks in the office, speaks to him, and then he could have just looked around his office and gone, you know, like, like he said something to him, then he's trying to make an observation. Mm. And he could have just looked around, looked at the picture, and gone, is that your mum? Mm. Yeah, that's my mum. Uh, you know what I mean? That she's yeah. proud of you. So stuff like that, and 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 then he gets back on his back again. But instead, it's like you said, it's heavy-handed. And then yeah, it's really he, he mentions it again in the car, and then when they're walking down to the graves, he mentions it again. Like, oh. yeah. And why did he handcuff him? I'd, because he's not sure if he's leading him into a trap. I suppose. You want about when he can, of course, McConaughey. Yeah, when he handcuffs McConaughey, when after they've gone to like the side of the graves. It's yeah, like McConaughey should have played that a lot more like friendly and concerned, and it would have been more chilling when the twist was revealed. Yeah, because all the way through it's just like a bit weird. Yeah, and you kind of think he's a bit off. 
Yeah. If you were led to believe, or if it was acted in a way that was like, he's a good guy, good citizen, trying to turn his yeah. brother in, it would have been more yeah. affecting. Oh, I thought it was pretty, pretty yeah. horrible film. <laughs> Not horrible, but it did, it did, after the initial thinking, this looks ropey, I was drawn yeah. in to the point where I figured the twist and then it got a yeah. bit sort of, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. But in the middle, I was kind of interested. Yeah. It's quite interesting. But I thought, yeah, I've read some reviews after as well, thinking, am I missing something? And it got mm. scored okay. But mm-hmm. one of the reviews I said was like, oh, Bill Paxton steals the show, he's amazing. I thought he was pretty ropey as well. Uh, I thought he was all right. I liked it when he was kind of like playing the insane parts because, um, and, I thought when he's playing like the caring dad, he's quite really good as well. But oh, I don't know. I just I think he was yeah. struggling to direct and act at the same time. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he's probably a good point. So I never knew he directed it until now. But now you mentioned that, yeah, I probably he's right. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. But it's like I said to you when I watched it, it's not something I'd ever watch again. Mm. But I think there's a lot of people out there who'd watch it, like my mate, who doesn't really. He can watch films like The Sixth Sense and that, and he he has no idea about Swiss coming in. He probably watched Valtteri <laughs> and go, "Oh my god, that was so good." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of The Sixth Sense, don't you think this would have been a perfect Shyamalan film? Yeah, yeah, Shyamalan. He loves <laughs> those kind of uh, twists and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves his, loves a good twist. I think he'd have yeah. he'd have led us to that point a lot better. Yes. A lot more polish. Yeah. Yeah. If it's based on a book. I wonder. Probably is. Yeah, I wonder where it came from. It's a it's a good idea. Yeah, just, I wouldn't say it's completely poorly executed because it does get certain things right, but it just it could have been done better. Better yeah. director. Yeah. You know, it's probably you're probably asking a bit too much for someone with directorial debut to kind of juggle all that because mm. there is a lot to be juggled there with the timeline, story. Um, keeping the twist under wraps, it takes a bit more. No, better screenwriter, better, you know, editing, mm. directing, you know, a lot in there. I, th- I feel like, like we were saying with the um, heavy-handed mother thing. I think maybe he was worried people were going to miss it and reference, yeah. over-referenced it. Yeah, it cost eleven million dollars to make that film. Mm. Kind of looked at it. it; made seventeen million at the box office, so it made money. Probably broke even. Advertising, yeah, all that. I reckon um, the average on films, if you spend ten million, you need to make twenty to break even. Yeah. So, so for example, um, Wonder Woman, one hundred seventy-five million, no, one hundred forty million to make. Probably looking at about two fifty, two seventy to break even. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But these, this is the billion-dollar industry now. Mental, yes, it is, mate. You know, I'll just quickly tell you this. This lads to me at work the other day. Have you seen Final Fantasy? No, Fast and Furious 8 or 9, whatever the last one was. And I says, No, I don't really. I said, I watched the first two and I've not watched any since. I said, They don't really appeal to me. Um, oh, film snob, no, not film snob, just, <laughs> just like good films. yeah. Uh, I love cars and that, but the Fast and Furious films don't do anything for me at all. He says. That made loads of money worldwide, didn't it? I says, yeah, yeah, made a load. I says, how much do you think it made? He said, I don't know, about 100 million. I says, oh, God. And um, I says, how much do you think the film cost to make? And he said to me, I don't know, four or five million pounds. I was like, you need to think big. <laughs> and he says, 30, 40 million. And I was like, I'll just tell you then. I think it was something like 250 or 80 million. Uh, something daft like that. It made, I think it made 1.2 billion at the box office. Whoa. You couldn't believe it, yeah. They make about what since since number six or seven, they've made like a billion every time, haven't they? I wonder if they keep flipping, knocking them out. Well, you know, when they made number seven, Universal, um, the film studio, they had Jurassic World out that year, Final uh, Fast and Furious Seven, and they had um, another film. I can't think what it was, was now. I don't know whether they published Deadpool. Or if it was Fox, I can't remember anyway. But they they made over four billion dollars that year. Um, from I think it was four or five films. That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. 
I remember reading about that because that was the most popular. They beat Disney that year. <laughs> they beat Dis- Disney. 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 Fucking crazy, yeah. That's mad. Um, what did Disney have out in that year, though? I can't think. But you, you know, they have two Marvel films and they probably had... Um, they the Star Wars out. Uh, no, that was too long ago. I think they had two Marvel films and I think they might have had um, Big Hero 6 as well. How did that do, Big Hero 6? Because... Not many people I know sort of were speaking about it, and it hasn't. I think Big Hero Six was a success. Yeah, yeah. I said I haven't seen you... it. Haven't you? No. Oh God, you! I think you would really enjoy that. I'm really sure. Indeed. It's like a mashup between California and Tokyo, isn't it? It's set in that sort yeah. of. A... Have you seen Zootropolis? Yes. Oh, I still laugh my head off at the slow scenes. <laughs> oh, I, they were good, but I, they were a little oh. underwhelming. I'd, I'd seen them oh. in the trailer. Yeah, that probably ruined it for you because I hadn't seen anything on it and I kind of didn't want to go and watch it, but we just went. and I still watch it now and I laugh my arse off. <laughs> like the kids, will get, the kids will pause and go, Dad, that bit's on and I'll come in and I'll cry. And uh, we watched a film the other day. I know I'm going off topic now. Have you seen a film called Storks? No, I haven't. That's the kids' film, isn't it? Oh, God, there's this scene in it. I'm going to tell you about it quickly. These, they, they basically, the stork and the girl are trying to deliver this baby. And I'm not going to get into the too deep into it. And anyway, these wolves catch them, and they've hung up the girl and the stork, and they're, you know, they're going to devour them, but they're going to devour the baby first. But, yeah. And there's these two comedians playing the wolves, and they, they jump each side of the, the baby, and the baby's really cute, going go-go, gaga, or mm. pink hair, cute as hell. And he goes, um, I'm the alpha, I'm going to eat her first. And he goes, no, I'm the alpha. And he goes, there's only one space, space for one more alpha. And then um, he goes, I'm going to rip her arm off and eat it right here now. And he, he jumps at her and he's like, and, and you look and he's just licking her face. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, you're <laughs> like licking her cheeks. And then the other one goes, get out of the way, I'll show you how to do it. And he jumps down and he's doing it. And they both look at each other and they go, what just happened? And then... <laughs> They both start like licking the baby again. It's just it's really, really cute scene. It's really funny the way they've done it. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's another good kids film. But at the end of that, again, it shows you all the babies being delivered. And there's you know like cute things you do with your children and the little babies, like mm. you, know, you dress them up in stupid costumes, you you bath them in um, a, the sink, a bowl. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And there's this picture. Everyone's sending the pictures back to the storks of the children they've had. And there's this one picture of this baby in the sink we've shown his bum mm. and every time that comes up like my kids are like dad it's that bit you like <laughs> it's just funny it's just funny like this baby's there with his bum out it just makes me laugh and um, then <laughs> they always call me for stupid stuff like that it's a bit embarrassing though when they call you in for a baby bum uh, yeah 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 it's just funny though because they find it funny so that kind of makes me laugh because they start like you know when you can get that belly laugh yeah they start doing that and that makes me laugh more yeah <laughs> Have you seen Trolls? Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that was a lot better than I expected. It was really good. You know yeah. that bit where um, Branch and Poppy head back to the, the, the um, Bergen town? Yeah. And they meet that cloud. Oh, yeah, that's good. That is good. And he's trying to make him do that high five. Yeah. Nora started to repeat a bit of the script from there. It's the most... It's the most you know, embarrassing bit she could possibly repeat. What is it? That bit when he's he's like high, he's like trying to make him high five, and there's that whole cut to him with a quick cut, and he's doing lots of like quick lines and jokes, and he's like, yeah, um, little slappy slappy, make daddy happy, and she keeps saying <laughs> that. <laughs> no, you can't say that. You've got to stop saying that. You can't say that in public. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny, but you can't say yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do say stuff which is a uh, kind of. Cringe for yeah. you as an adult. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't said it Definitely. out yet, but I think she no. knows it's going to embarrass me and she's looking forward to doing that. Doing that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> got to stop that, haven't I? Um, yeah, so back to Net Club, <laughs> Netflix Club. Oh, frailty. Oh, yeah. I was very un- unimpressed. Okay, but no, yeah. not very good. So at a five, it would have been a two for you? Yeah, two. Yeah, I want to give it a free, but I don't think I can give it a free. Because if I give it a free, that kind of puts it on par with films like Get Out, which I gave a free out of five to in the past and stuff. And, it's, and Get Out is a lot better. So I think I'll go with you on a two. Mm. But that's not a bad two. It's a, a good two. Yes. If a two can be good in this. 
Now, I did watch Okja, and I did watch I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, so you've got to catch me up there. Do you reckon you can get them in before the next recording with with Death Note? Oh, God. Well, you're going to watch Death Note, aren't you? I'm probably going to watch it anyway. I really want to watch Death Note, so I think I'm going to watch Death Note before the other two. Is that okay? That's okay, yeah. Because, uh, but I will watch Ultra and um, the other one. Um, I don't want to live or whatever it is anymore. Mm. Uh, but I will. But I'm going to make sure I watch Death Note first because that's out tomorrow, and I really, I have been looking forward to that for a while. Have you seen the anime? No, that's on Netflix, you know. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I watched it. On okay, is the anime? I'm going to watch a film first now, though. Oh yeah, yeah, you should. The anime oh. is. And there's a lot of filler episodes. Do you know how anime works? Like when they do the big anime series there's so many episodes how many I'm going to look it up on my phone it's crazy but basically that if a film is successful or a film a manga is successful yeah. and really catches the imagination really, they'll start to make an anime and pretty soon the anime will overtake the manga and while they're yeah. waiting for new manga with proper story they'll make loads of filler and I get the feeling with Death Note that happened so yeah. there's episodes where really not much happens at all. <laughs> um, mm. Do Netflix make the anime, or is it made in Japan and then they buy the rights to it? With this one, it was already an anime in Japan, and they bought yeah. the rights. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I can't find my Netflix app. Well, there it is. I hope it's good, because the trailer's really good for it. Yeah. But I've already seen people saying, that you know, critics who've watched it saying, where does... Where does Def- this is where Death Note 2 can go I haven't read anything else past that I wonder where they, they chop it then I wonder where it changes because I've watched all of this and they're only 20 minutes long is that Attack on Titan on Netflix? it is Attack on Titan on Netflix I tried that, I didn't get very far so do you know how many I'm episodes? I'm going to look at the anime section, go on here 20, 22 episodes um, 22 yeah. minutes an episode 37 yeah. episodes Okay, I'll try that. Have you watched Castlevania yet? I've heard that's really good. Oh, no, I haven't. It's only four episodes, isn't it? Yeah, I think it might be six. You it's could be like that, four. No, it's anime. It's meant to be really good. Yeah, I take that. They're making a Witcher, Witcher series as well, aren't they? Which I think is animation. I think that's live action. I could be wrong. Mm. Could be wrong. Yeah, Attack on Titan, I did try, and I really like the the art style and the premise but again it's just a bit fillery a bit, bit bloated I thought mm. I see loads of people I didn't know what it was before I watched it but since watching it I've seen loads of people with the Attack on Titan like Wings logo yeah walking about with it on bags and on coats it's penetrated pretty big I think mm. yeah so you're going to watch Death Note yes I'm going to watch Death Note first and I will try to get the other two you know what's Gone from um, Netflix. I don't know if I told you. What? Ex Machina. Ex Machina, it's gone off. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, they do poor films. I just wish they'd give you a warning. I wish oh, they yeah. yeah, on Prime, they give you a going soon on Prime section. Mm. But yeah, I wish well, they'd. And I've never known anything disappear from Netflix that I've had on my list to watch. And that was only on there for like a month or two. The do stuff does go off there often, but it's just keeping up with it all. But um, all the Disney stuff's going to be going off next year. Um, yeah, I heard. Yeah, you read about that. I was going to say so because they're, they're, they're going on their own, aren't they? Mm. Which so is I'm annoying. Gonna, I think that might mean as well. I'm not 100 percent on this, but I think in the long run they might lose the Marvel series series then, even though they produce them, mm. because Disney obviously own Marvel, and that that's a kind of a Ever in the cap if they are going to go on their own with this streaming service well they'll probably they might have it on both yes it, would, it kind fair, of makes sense to have it on both because they'll obviously have the films will be exclusive to Disney yeah and then the other bits can work like an advert can't they it wouldn't fuss me because I've only watched I didn't really care for Luke Cage season one and I'm not watching it on this because it's terrible another friend told me Defenders was a bit pants yeah, I've really fallen off. I even took them off my um, to-watch list. I didn't finish Daredevil Season 2, I didn't finish Jessica Jones, and I didn't finish Luke Cage. I love Luke. I love Daredevil, and I really do enjoy Jessica Jones, so I'll go back to those. 
yeah, so that's all our talking points. Next week, or next time we record, we're going to try to have watched Death Note. I don't feel at home in this world anymore, which I thought was American, but I've watched it and it's Australian. Um, Okja as well. So they're your ones to watch because we'll spoil them next time. Well done. Uh, yeah, so this has been the Read and Grow Up podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to catch us on Twitter, I'm at Anthony Holtz. David at DaveHolmes82. The podcast is at We Don't Go Out. Um, if you got this from iTunes, please leave a rating of five stars. <laughs> Spit it out there. <laughs> five stars. That's all we want. Um, if you hated it and you didn't even get to the end, you don't even know about this bit, so don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, five star reviews would really help. Um, pass it around, share it on your social media, get us out there. And yeah, thank you for listening. I told you we were playing Pikmin again, didn't I, on the Wii U? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, did I tell you we finished it? No. Finished Pikmin 3, the story mode. And Nora cried her eyes out. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end, it tells you how many Pikmin you lost in total. She didn't like that. Yeah. We lost a couple of hundred in total, including oh. 49 rock Pikmin, which are her absolute favourites. Yeah. And at the end, it is quite bittersweet because throughout the whole game you were trying to get the resources and your ship back together and reunite your crew so you can fly away and you do that mm. and the Pikmin sort of run up and looking up and they're like what where where are you going what's going on and they're all a bit lost like lost puppies and all a bit sad and yeah. you just fly away and it was too much for her so <laughs> she cries <laughs> <laughs> she's like she was really crying it took me a long time to calm her down oh wow it was at the end of our two-week holiday as well, so, the, yeah. it was, and it was in the morning. And after that, I had to get to preschool, like club, for like because she's yeah. on like six-week holiday, didn't she? Well, that was hard work. <laughs> <laughs>